The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can catch that up until 3 o'clock today, and it's Saturday. So at that time, he'll go live, 3 p.m. Eastern, and he'll be on for two hours instead of one. Uh, so 
we were talking yesterday, his hour is really shrunk down to like 35 minutes because he has all the commercials that come in there. Uh, but uh, he'll be on for two hours today. And then on the right side is where we're at. So click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you'll see the Rumble icon. Click on that. You can join us in the chat over there on Rumble. We are streaming to Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is our channel there. If you go there, um, you'll, you'll see the live one on the top. You'll see all the previous shows there as well. And then we're also streaming on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. We thank Michael and, and his team for letting us do that. And then also DLive.TV at The Sons of Liberty. Right up under where we're streaming live, you can sign up for our email newsletter. You get one of those a day. Uh, it comes in the evening, 7 to 8 o'clock, something like that, uh, Eastern. And then if you want our ministry email, you want to know what's going on in the ministry, where we've been, what we've been doing, Go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You can sign up for that off the front page. That's once a week. You get those on Saturday. That includes what's going on in the ministry, Bradley's article of the week, and then also uh, whatever our special is out of our store. And speaking of our store, you can reach that from the, the homepage of Sons of Liberty Media. This week we're offering the Necessity t-shirts at a discount. Uh, has the William Pitt the Younger on the front, the, the quote from him, Necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedom. It is the argument of tyrants. It is the creed of slaves. This comes in black and blue. We have them up to triple X. You might have to pay a couple of dollars extra for double or triple X. They're normally a donation of $20 this week through tonight at midnight, Saturday night at midnight. You can get 15% off by using the promo code NECESSITY. It's pretty simple. Put NECESSITY in there, you get 15% off these shirts. That's only through tonight at midnight. And then finally... If uh, you would like to help us uh, in what we're doing, radio, internet, and out among the people, there's a donate button at the top of the page, sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. Now, uh, Kate's going to be with us in just a bit, and uh, we've got a special guest on the line. I'm going to bring him on in just a second, but I want to play two quick little videos. Um, the first one, I, I tell you... I ask where the men are surrounding who would know this lady I'm fixing to show you. She's a 69-year-old she's a grandmother with breast cancer. She, her, her daughter has taken her to the local federal prison to submit her for time because she entered the Capitol building on January 6th. She didn't damage anything. She didn't attack anybody. She walked into a public building... Funded with her tax dollars, okay, and she's headed to prison for doing so. Take a listen to what's going on, and I, I, I just, we're the men. This is why the militia needs to be reestablished, to stand in the way of tyrannical federal agencies. It's also one of the issues that I see, the corruption is so bad in D.C., it just needs to be abolished, okay? That's just, that's me. It needs to be done. Listen, listen to this. Yes, we have arrived at the Dublin Federal Prison for Women. I'm here with Pam Hemphill. Mom, how do you feel? You're here. I'm scared to death. I'm, I'm frightened, but I know God's with me. I just got to take it five minutes at a time, one day at a time. Mom, what do you have to say to the American people as your last words before you go in? Just keep your faith that no matter what's going on in your life, God's with us no matter what's happening to us. It's going to be okay in our lives. So just lean on God and trust. Do what's right. Do what's right and, and help make this 
country better again and support all those that are uh, right now locked up in the January 6th people that are not getting any trials. God bless you all. That angers me so much. You know, bless this precious lady. But that angers me. Our forefathers would have stood in front of that car and not let her turn herself in. They would have fought those guys. There is no doubt in my mind. We're the men. We're the men. Oh my goodness, they've been turned into latte, soy drinking, skinny jean wearing punks. We're the men. That you would let this 69-year-old woman go to prison over this and not stand in the way of the tyrants. Oh, oh but it's the law, Tim. She had justice. Bullcrap. No, that's not what's going on here at all. And then to make matters worse is, is what's going on with these shots. Again, I ask, where are you, man? You know, tacticalcivics.com. This is what we're teaching you to reestablish the grand juries in your county, to reestablish the militia, to in, to be the law enforcers, which is what Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15 of the U.S. Constitution says is the only law enforcement. It's not the guys in blue. It ain't the guys in brown. It's us. It's the men, the able-bodied men. We're the law enforcers. This is another one. This is from the children and they were having a setup here of uh, posters and coffins of dead little children. Well, they're representing them, but they have their pictures and they have their names. This was in Lyon, uh, I think on the 13th. And uh, you guys who are listening by way of radio, uh, you won't be able to see it. But you guys on the video platforms, you'll be able to see some of, these, uh, some of the names uh, of these children, young children, who were either harmed or they're dead from taking this quote-unquote safe and effective shot. And as we were talking about yesterday with Mark um, Grennan, who's, who, who he and his sons have been preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they've been using chlorine dioxide to help aid the body in healing. They've been thrown in jail for that. In Colombia who got paid off $250,000 to arrest them and then $10,000 a month to keep them of your money by the U.S. government. All they were doing was preaching the gospel and, and helping to heal people. Does that seem like justice to you? No, it doesn't sound like justice to me either. It sounds like an injustice. This is why expecting corrupt politicians to deal with other corrupt politicians is... Insanity. It, it, you, you're, you're just you're stuck in a loop. You're going to have to abolish that thing. You're going to have to cut the head off of it. And that's what Thomas Jefferson meant in the Declaration of Independence when he says, when it becomes an, a, a, you know, a threat to the people's liberty, it must be abolished and they must establish new government for the security of their liberties. And I don't mean just abolish. Once you abolish it, you've got to deal with the criminals who are part of it. And I make no, I make no excuses, and no apologies. They need a dirt nap. They have engaged in treason against the people. They've infringed on liberties. They have cost people their lives, their livelihood, all of that. This is what they've engaged in. And the people are frustrated. They don't know what to do. 
you forget convention of the states. That is leading you towards tyranny too. You need to abolish the centralized government. You need to get rid of all of the criminals there, all of the unconstitutional agencies, get rid of them, and then you can start anew. Not until then. But again, as you see, all of these images here of these small little coffins, the pictures of these children, these are not adults, these are children who have died or been injured from these shots. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, more this morning. Now, uh, let me pull off of that. You guys have heard the story already. Ivanka, Ivana Trump um, has, has been found dead. Cardiac arrest, by the way. The first thing I thought of was this woman took the shot that her ex-husband, who cheated on her, by the way, cheated on his second wife too, has been known to cheat on his, the wife he has now, she was found dead with a cardiac arrest. The first thought I had was she took that shot. How many people thought that? And I had somebody say in the chat, oh, don't t tell somebody else who brought that up. Don't go there. Don't go there. Let the family. But if this was Joe Biden, those same people would be pointing out the same thing. See, we want to be consistent. I'm not attacking the family. But what I'm pointing out is the fact that this woman more than likely had the shot. I'll guarantee you she had the shot. I don't know that for sure. That's what I'd put my money on. All right. Now, what we also have is we have a guest with us this morning. And um, first, have, having him on the Sons of Liberty. I'm going to move my microphone just a tad here so that I can read my screen because it's all in the way of my screen here. Uh, but Niall McRae is a mental health expert with almost 100 academic publications. He's now an officer of the Workers of England Union, which is defending thousands of members against oppressive COVID policies and censorship. Nile writes regularly for the Daily Skeptic, uh, Conservative Woman, Country Squire, and Gateway Pundit websites, and is a regular guest on Unity News Network. And uh, we're happy to have him this morning. Good morning, Nile. How are you, man? Uh, good morning, Tim. Uh, just to say, uh, don't worry, everybody gets this wrong, but my name's actually pronounced Neil. It's Neil! Scots. Gaelic rather than the, um, the, the, the Irish pronounce it wrong. Okay. So it's actually Neil. Well, I'm not Irish. I'm actually, uh, my family goes back to, uh, to Scottish history, uh, but thank right. you for correcting me on that. Neil McRae, I'm, I'm so sorry, but thank you That's for joining right. us. Kate's going to be on in a little bit, but let's go ahead and talk to you. Now, you write for all these sites. I was just post, or I was just showing Gateway Pundit here on the story of Ivana Trump. Um, what are the things that you've actually engaged in over there in England? Uh, well, I, I've been writing for the websites that you mentioned for several years now, but uh, uh, I, I was very quickly onto the COVID-19 scam. I mean, I, I, I think I've realized over the last two years just how asleep I was over, over many things over the years. But, but I knew as a clinical researcher, uh, and, and I sat on a, an ethics committee in the British National Health Service for 11 years. So I know something about ethics. I know something about evidence-based practice. I know something about uh, clinical research. And what I saw was something being blown out way out of proportion. And as soon as you know, we started going into these ridiculous, um, oppressive lockdowns and then the mask rules and so on, um, I, I knew that this was something uh, very dark, something very sinister. 
And of course, we, what we now see is a, uh, a whole series of different um, things coming together, things that looked or may have looked to be quite uh, disparate at first. So if you look at the, you know, let's take five things that are going on at the moment. So we've got the vaccine injuries, we've got the Dutch farmers protest, we've got the Ukraine warmongering, um, we've got, in Britain at least, we've got a, a heat wave emergency, and we've got the airport chaos. Now, all of those things may seem to be very different, but they're all part of the same agenda. They're all uh, part of the, um, you know, officially we have this United Nations agenda uh, uh, 2030, but it, it, it's really, you could encapsulate it all as the Great Reset. This is the new world order, and I, and I believe, and, and, and I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to a, a, a Christian uh, uh, radio station, I really believe that this is a, 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 a satanic um, coup. That's Amen. On it is. Uh, we, are, we are really in a fight between good and, and evil. And I, I don't think you necessarily need to believe in God and the Bible to, to see this, but I think it does help because the Bible, I think, if you look at the book of Revelations, the very last book in the Bible, then it, it kind of lays out what this struggle would be when, when, it, when it arose. I didn't think it would arise in my lifetime, but here it is. Well, you know, Neil, one of the things is, and, you know, I, I take a different approach to Revelation than, than other people, but the fact of the matter is we're told in Ephesians 6, we put on the full armor of God because our fight is not against flesh and blood, uh, although it's against principalities and powers and such and, and the rulers of darkness, but, the, but those are the things behind the flesh. That's what, you know, the, we, you can put a face on them almost. Uh, we can, we've seen a lot of things in, in your uh, country there. We've seen Boris Johnson step down. We've seen, what was the guy um, over in Japan? He was just shot. We've seen several other peoples here this week resign. There's some things obviously going on, but I'm not e one to easily believe that's good winning over evil because I know some of the, the Freemasonry stuff as they present themselves as light when they're really in darkness when you compare it to the scripture and then they also see the darkness so I, I know there's people who call themselves light um, first Corinthians tells us that Satan disguises himself as a minister of light and so does his men or an angel of light and so does his ministers they disguise themselves as an angel of light so I'm not prone to trust any man in any position unless he's proven himself in his character both in his home in his private life and his public life, because they go together. If people are compartmentalizing, being one thing in public and something else in private, they're not the real deal. They're, they're a counterfeit. They're a hypocrite. Now, you mentioned this thing about the heat wave. Now, Kate sent this to me. This is what the Telegraph puts out. I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you think this is, this is just a cover-up for what the shots are doing? The title of this is Your Blood Thickens and Then Clots, What Extreme Heat Can Do to Your Body. Now, do you think this is something new, Neil, or do you think this is, uh, this is a cover-up for the clots that are happening due to the shots? Uh, yes, I, I thought immediately that when they start uh, talking about the, the possibility of a uh, a surge in, in heart attacks and, and, and other uh, acute health emergencies um, due to the heat, then uh, obviously these are the same things that we have seen being reported as uh, suspected 
adverse reactions to the, the, the vaccine. And I think, um, you know, I, I was always a bit wary about, uh, you know, some people, and I, I, I think probably Kate was one of them, um, who, you know, suggested that everyone who's taken the vaccine was, was um, um, really putting their lives at risk. You know? and, and, and I thought that obviously there are going to be some nasty reactions to these experimental injections. I, I, I was not um, naive to that at all. Um, but, you know, some of the more um, e extreme predictions, I think um, the Irish professor Dolores Cahill was suggesting that um, everyone who takes these injections was going to be dead in a few months' time. Now, I always thought that was, um, that was extreme and, and perhaps unhelpful to make predictions like that. But I do think that now we're starting to see um, the medium-term effects of these vaccines. Now, the short-term effect was that Whenever you take uh, a vaccine such as the, the uh, COVID shot, you, you actually um, temporarily weaken your immune system for two or three weeks before it recovers. And then hopefully you then have, you know, the intended immunity. Uh, I think these vaccines are pretty useless, by the way, but, that, but that's theoretically what should happen. But, but the mistake they were making was that they were giving lots of older, vulnerable people these injections in the middle of January in Britain and in other countries around the world, in the middle of the, the peak of uh, seasonal respiratory infections, and not surprisingly, by um, depleting these vulnerable people's immune system at that time, this led to a, a surge in mortality. And, and every country, when they rolled out these vaccines, had the same phenomenon. It's, it's undeniable. Now, that's a short-term effect of the, the vaccine. But what we're now starting to see is some of the, the, the medium-term uh, autoimmune uh, problems. And um, we've also got problems with um, uh, blood clots, which seem to, ha can seem to happen from anywhere from shortly after taking the injection to, to months afterwards. Um, we've got serious uh, signs of fertility uh, problems and miscarriages and stillbirths. Um, these vaccines are causing so much damage, but the authorities don't want to know. They are not investigating any of the, 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 the loud signals now about that these vaccines are A, ineffective, B, a serious risk to people. Yeah. So, Neil, let me let me clarify here. You were a skeptic about a lot of this stuff before, but COVID has sort of been a silver lining to you in the fact that it's opened your eyes that what they're promoting as safe and effective and it's supposed to be good for you is really the exact opposite. Am I understanding that correctly? Um, yes. Now, the, the question is, is how deliberate is this? Now, I think we can now at the very least say that there is wanton and reckless disregard uh, for people's health and safety. At the least. Because, as I say, the signal is so strong yep. that these vaccines should have been withdrawn by now. Um, they should have been withdrawn because they're ineffective. Uh, you know, the only, if, if there is any truth in, in, in them giving some kind of uh, increase in immunity for a short period of time. That period of time is so short that people would need to take such frequency of boosters 
that they they are inevitably going to cause damage to their immune system. But the question is, Tim, is how deliberate is this? And 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 I and I I, I really find it difficult to believe that. Uh, most of the doctors and the nurses who are involved in this um, actually think that they think believe that this is um, that, that this is some way of um, practicing some sort of genocidal project. I think doctors and nurses have been an absolute disgrace to their profession in many ways, uh, but I don't think that they are that nefarious. However, the people who at the very top, the people in power. And I'm, I'm talking about your Albert Buhler, CEO of Pfizer. I'm talking about Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and, and, and all these government leaders. How much were they aware? How much are they aware now that these vaccines are killing people? And, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for these vaccines to be stopped. And if they're not stopped, then quite frankly, you know, I go back on what I said earlier, which is that, you know, some uh, commentators like uh, Dolores Cahill and I don't know if you've had Kevin Corbett on your show. People were talking about the, um, the extreme um, evil that's going on in this regime. Uh, you know, I'm starting to come more and more around to that kind of way of thinking because they know that these vaccines are killing people. And yet they're still asking people to come and take more boosters and expanding these injections to children as young as six months old. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Neil? When when this is why Pfizer and the FDA didn't want uh, their documents coming out for seventy five years. Now, who? If you have nothing to hide, if there's no problem, you don't say I'll give you the documents over seventy five years. You say I'll, I'll deliver them all right now. They got eight months. They're about halfway through it. From the first documents that came out, they knew the first month that the shots were issued here in the U.S., they knew it was killing people by over a 1,000. They knew that. They continued to do it. Now, I'm with you. I think a lot of the people, doctors and nurses, at least for the first part of things, probably were doing what they were indoctrinated to do, and they were doing what they to they're told, even though their maybe some of their inclinations were to say, okay, you know, we're, we're supposed to do this, this is our protocol, they were using remdesivir and all this other stuff that, that's known to kill people. This is put out by the same guy, Fauci, who put out the AZT on the AIDS patients that was killing them. So there's no doubt that Fauci, all these people at the top, you mentioned, uh, I call him Frogman because uh, of his throat stuff over there at CEO uh, at Pfizer, um, that they knew exactly what they're doing. They are engaged in genocide. I think if you go back and you look, and Bill Gates has been very clear that he's one who wants to reduce the population. So I agree with you in that. I think any doctor and nurse at this point who continues to give it is knowingly doing it just to keep their job and to keep their paycheck coming. And you can say, Tim, you're out there. Look, the Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And men will justify their deception and their, their evils and their sins as much as they will. That's why they need a Savior from sin, and the only one for that is the Lord Jesus. Now, good morning, Kate. You're, you're in here, so chime in. I, I'm so sorry. I was, <laughs> I was out with the dogs and everything else, but I, I knew that Dr. Niall McRae would hold it perfectly. Um, 
just to say, you know, and, and Niall and I have been out together, and um, that's and that's Neil. That's Neil. That's you're pronouncing it Irish. Oh, I might. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, he's uh, he's, and I have a lot of respect for him. We've been out together now, but when I first was out there. And David Clues has apologized to me unpublicly. You know, they thought I was mad um, when I was talking about what this technology is. And I know right now, I've said it right from the beginning, because I was very fortunate you have? to have a U.S. Marine, a lieutenant Marine, who was also working for the government for 25 years on AI. He was sending me, not classified, but he was sending me documents to read. He sent me some things to read. And he also wrote something out to pass on to Carrie Madej. So I was... Um, I, I was very privileged to have a lot of info and I also did a lot of research. So I knew exactly. And I said in Trafalgar Square, this has this will change your DNA. Are you going to let them do it? And, and now the studies are all out there. Yes, it does. The liver study, the study of Sweden, it, it changes your DNA. And they're also it's you know, we, we have 10 billion miles of DNA in one genome sequence, a double helix strand. They're bringing in a third strand. That's not of the creator. It's silicone. It's covered in gold. I think it's something like 900 millionth of a millimeter for a bit greater surface area. Um, but, you know, I, I, I always stand by it because I've read so much of it. And I interviewed so many people before the COVID con. I was working on local radio. I had a big Facebook following. And um, I, Dr. Alan Palmer wrote the book, um, I think, 1200 Studies, the, the Truth Shall Prevail. So I've always said no vaccine's ever been proven safe, no vaccine's ever been proven effective, no two vaccines have ever been tested together for their efficacy. The reason no one will take you into court when you say that is because they'll have to prove that you're wrong. So everything would be out on the table, which is what is happening now. Now they've got two of these COVID vaccines in the childhood schedule that have not been tested for their efficacy with the others. So what that means is you give a drug on one side, and it'll have an effect. You give a drug on the other side, it will have an effect. You give them together, they could kill you. They'll have a completely different potency. And I am uh, trained and qualified as a nurse. As I say every week, who would want to be on the gangsters NMC? Not me. I wasn't struck off. I resigned, said they were complicit in the crime of terrorism under the 2006 Terrorism Act. I couldn't fund a terrorist organization. It's illegal. And I also served those on that stupid hearing, the ones I did go to, then I disengaged and told them not to contact me. Notice of genocide. Now, they, on, and as an independent, trained and qualified nurse prescriber, I know exactly how drugs work. And I know it's the biggest cause of death, the top three causes of death. Do you know, it used to be that you died of infection. Then heart disease surpassed all that. Prescription drugs is right up there in the top three with heart disease cancer. Very, very dangerous. People overdose all the time where they've had a drug and it's displaced the drug that's still on those receptor sites in their bodies. And they've overdosed on a drug they had a couple of weeks ago because doctors are, and nobody knows that doesn't really get picked up. So you better, you bet your bottom dollar it's dangerous. And all drugs are going to start having messenger RNA technology in it. This is what they're planning on doing. And this has been around for a long time. It's nothing new. So uh, go, covering this, what you said about nurses, nurses have their code of professional conduct. Honestly, it's not even worth using it to, to catch some drips of paint on. They also have their scope of professional practice and they have their safe administration of medicines. That's correct, isn't it, Dr. McRae? So they 
should abide by that. And one of the very top things in that is to always advocate for the patient, not pimp for pharma, not follow. When you stand alone, you have to be accountable for both your acts and your omissions. So as a registered nurse, if you do something wrong, you're accountable. If you see something and you say nothing that is wrong, you're also accountable. And you're accountable for everyone else underneath you who is not a registered nurse that works in your authority. So you're accountable for their actions. It's very, very tight. Now, when you stand in a court of law, you've got none of those people behind you, the NMC or the RCN or any other insurance you've got. You stand in there on your own. You better be able to justify your every action. And if you haven't timed it, dated it and signed it, it didn't happen. So you have to always, I, I, I'm fastidious with everything I do. Now, what's happening is they're not following their code. They're not following their code because it says to stay abreast of all the latest information. The very fact that there's already two, over 2,000 deaths on the yellow card reporting system, and that's only ever 1% of vaccine injuries, over a million and a half adverse events, that in itself should make every nurse say, I'm not prepared to take that risk. And you have to relay that to the patient, which they're not. So then the second thing is they don't know what they're injecting. They have no idea what's in it. So how can they counsel the patient and get true informed consent? They can't. So that's the next thing. Now, remember back in 2020 in the UK, all of the um, NHS was, they were trying to get exoneration from any criminal um, charges to the start of the pandemic, they wanted it passed retrospectively and they were denied. Now in New York, they got that, that they couldn't be held accountable for any criminal charges, which is why you saw all the deaths in those hospitals in New York. Do you remember with nurse Erin? Yep. So that was then. So they were, they were told that they were denied. They would not, you can pass the law retrospectively, but it's very rare that it would happen. So now what you have is you have the four guys doesn't matter whether the government has said you've got to get it. The pharmaceutical companies are exonerated because the minute you authorize something for a child, that's it. So where is that book going to stop? It's going to stop at exactly the same place it stopped at in the Nuremberg trials, as I keep saying, under the Rome Statute. The penalty for genocide is the, de- it's the death penalty. Now, who is firing those guns? The nurses are. The nurses are doing it. And unfortunately, history teaches us, if we continue to go back, who will they blame? They will blame those that injected because they had a duty of care. The code of professional conduct was put there to protect the patient and the nurse. So the the NMC was taken over by the government in 2001. The NHS was taken over in 2020. So this is all coming to fruition. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And as I keep saying over and over again on this program, there is nothing more sobering than a small white coffin. Mm, amen. And this will come. And when one family's had a death of a child and they know that they've injected their other children, there's going to be hell to pay. Yeah. Literally hell to pay. Now, going on, um, I have a very, very heavy magnet can I before you get to that, can I just show that video? Because one of the things that, that interests me here is Dr. McCrae was saying, you know, I'm I'm skeptic I was skeptical, now I'm seeing all this and coming around all, all these kinds of things, which I think is a good thing. I you know, we talk about repentance and I think he's he's issuing some of that stuff from what he's saying. That's a good thing. 
uh, because a lot of us are ignorant of a lot of grace s- to admit it. Yeah. He's had the grace to say, you know, I'm exactly. Skeptical, which which means we we have hope for those people out there. Absolutely. But still not skeptical. Yeah, so we we haven't wasted our t- we haven't wasted our voice. We haven't wasted our time in protesting and speaking out and giving the information. So that's a good thing. And now he's being used in his position to speak to other people in the same way. This video is something that Kate sent me this week. This is one of her patients. She talks through this. You're going to see it. And I don't know, Kate, if you mentioned the Bluetooth technology that you picked up with your phone as you came. You went upstairs. It went away. You came downstairs where the patient was, and it picked it up again. And Check I've this. not picked up that code okay. in my home since, so it's not picking up my neighbors. Right, right. Okay, here, here is, here is what Kate has. Two weeks. So yeah, here's what, here's what Kate arms. saw with her own eyes. So I have a lady here that's 61, very educated lady, and she's had three of the COVID shots, Pfizer. And as you can see, this slide. I could feel this pulling. dry. When I go to the injection site, it sticks. I can feel that pulling. In all my time of injecting people, which I have 36 years trained and qualified as a nurse, I did a lot of tetanus shots, um, which I'm ashamed to say. I never saw this. So this is your magnet. Did you know when you were getting this injection that this would happen? Was Did anyone tell you? No, no. no. So were you told it was experimental, untested, unlicensed, uninsured? No. Are you aware that many people have died following this injection? No. Are you aware that Pfizer wanted to keep the documents hidden? They've been ordered to put them out? No. Do you feel like you have not made a true informed consent? Yes. Okay, thank you very much. All right, now, Kate, before you respond, I want to ask Dr. McRae, you've probably seen some of these videos uh, of, of these things online. What are you making of this? Because this isn't just anybody that we don't know. This is this is Kate Shimarani. I mean, you know her. I know her. The audience that are here know her. She's on every Saturday. What do you make out of that? I mean, is that... Is that something that goes a little deeper to, this isn't a conspiracy theory, this stuff's really going on? Yes, I've seen several of these videos of the magnet sticking to the injection site. I've also seen videos um, trying to um, rebut this, you know, showing magnets that don't attach to the injection site. And I think one of the biggest Uh, anomalies in this COVID vaccine rollout is that there appear to be different qualities, if you like, of the vaccine. Yes. Uh, And Mike Eden, the ex-Pfizer chief researcher, I know he he brought this to the attention uh, of the public. Um, So it could be that there are, there are batches of these vaccines that have got all kinds of uh, metallic constituents, um, I don't know, graphene oxide, whatever, that, that, that cause this magnetic effect. And that other people, you know, perhaps this, is, perhaps this is random. I wouldn't be surprised, though, and, I, I, you know, this, this may sound a bit, bit far-fetched to some, some of the audience, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if particularly potent batches of the vaccine were being sent to red states and being sent to places where 
it was you know convenient for the authorities to give people the more lethal uh, doses of the injection i don't know what you what kate thinks about that well i i can i think that's very plausible very plausible because as i say all along um it is known that if you want to infect your population you do a vaccination program this is what they did with the tetanus with the anti-hcg uh, in africa they were caught doing it and the doctor was murdered i'm sure he was murdered because if he's died of covid we know it doesn't exist um so they we know they do that and they you don't do a concentration of a um a deadly batch in in everywhere otherwise everybody gets wind of it you know if the, you know the one thing about a skunk you can't hide the smell so you would you would thin that out and spread your batches about so it looks like there's little pockets of it what's quite interesting about this lady um is uh, she she uh it was very high up in the education system is I tested her with the magnet after her first shot and it didn't work. She got very very sick after the first shot. She was in incredible health and fitness for a lady of her age, very very fit. And she got fibromyalgia and it was so bad in her neck, that just means pain everywhere, nerve pain. So bad in her neck, they had to give her steroid with she agreed to steroid injections which don't do anything. Um other than thin your bones and cause you more problems. Now she was on those for a long time about 9 months and then they put her onto an oral dose and then she went and had the second one because she wanted to travel her family live abroad. I checked her again with the second time she had it nothing didn't work. She came to see me and she said the third dose and I checked her and I could feel it pulling. Now I my plumber came and i checked him both sides and i've checked with different magnets and this one's a really heavy magnet so it will fall off and it stuck both sides i didn't know he'd had it both sides i tried it on one arm it stuck and i tried it on the other i said you had it in both arms didn't you he said i did now i have a a, a different because i had my phone in my hand and it started to connect with bluetooth and it said laptop and then a big long number and i said oh so i put down my um things out my other hand the magnet i said can you just give me a minute and i went upstairs and only my laptop uh, the old one that the police had doesn't work M- my new laptop which is macbook pro which will say on my bluetooth case macbook pro and my daughter is is not here she's out of the country with the laptop so the bluetooth wasn't on and the computer wasn't on so i it went off my phone it just went off wouldn't connect the little cursor was going around i went back down in front of her and it reconnected to laptop and this number so i had to then think well is this picking up a neighbor um it's never done that before so she left and it went off and then i've checked every day even at the same time it's not picking anything up not picking that laptop so she's coming back to see me in 9 days and I will do it again i also have lots of other people coming and i'm going to do it on every single one of them and i'm going to film them now going back to what dr mccray was saying those batch numbers she's also looking for her card to send me the batch number we're collecting the batch numbers actually there is a group of people they're called the magnetiers and they're going out on the streets up and down the uk with their savers now t-shirt uh that mark steel uh, uh, runs savers now party 
Um, and it's a pound because that's the minimal um, denomination that you have to be to be politically covered. So they're called the magneteers and they're going into towns and checking people. People are horrified. Um, my, I know my plumber was, he was in tears. Now I had a nurse come and whistleblow to me from Lincolnshire. And last week I spoke to a senior very senior nurse at a London hospital who's been whistleblowing to me for the last almost three years now, uh, pediatrics emergency room. And she said, oh, my word, the f- we're just seeing fits, fitting, children fitting. She said, I've never seen it like this. Now, she's older than me. I'm 57. She's older than me. She said, I've never seen this. It's fits, just children having fits. Very concerning. Now, going back to what this nurse told me from Lincolnshire, and I've since had other people telling me who've worked in doctor's surgeries. This is the good thing about nurses. And I'm sure Dr. McRae will agree to some, but I'm not asking him to do anything. He doesn't even have to nod or smile. I always say for every good nurse, there's 10 bad ones. I will add a couple of zeros on that right now. The one thing about nurses is you get fabulous ones and you get bone idle ones, bone idle, lazy. They'll do the bare minimum. And what I have noticed is this has probably gone in the public's favor. This nurse said to me, they couldn't be bothered to put them in the fridge, to keep putting them back in the fridge. So they just left them out. Now we know that this, uh, uh, this little lipid parcel that they're in, it has, these have to be stored at a very low temperature. So they weren't putting them in the fridge. The other thing was, because we know that GPs, general practitioners, many of them are greedy, greedy and lazy. So all of our GP practices in the UK are privately owned by the GPs and they're in partnership and they are ran as a profit making business. So they employ a nurse manager, practice manager, sorry, and they employ a business manager. So what they do is every year they buy a bulk supply of flu vaccines. And I've read the documentation over the years because I had a friend who used to screenshot and photocopy the the stuff and send it to me to show me because I was at this long before COVID digging down holes. And she, you know, this is what they do. So they will buy in all the flu vaccines bulk. Then they do their campaign, come and have your flu shot, come and have your flu shot. I mean, that's what I always say, a good doctor, Chinese proverb, good doctor looks after your health, a mediocre doctor looks after your ill health, and a really bad doctor looks for ill health. So what the hell are they doing advertising in a supermarket? Come and get your flu shot while you're buying your bread and cheese at the pharmacy. But that's what they're doing. They're advertising. They text you. For every text, they make £50 um, You know, to come and get your flu shot. You're eligible. And now they're giving you, wait for it, your flu shot, your pneumonia shot, and your COVID booster all at once. Woohoo! So um, why not just, you know, give you a coffin while they're at it? So what they're actually doing is they're advertising. Then they get maybe, maybe they've bought, I don't know, 3,000 flu shots. And they get 3,000 people coming in and having that flu shot. They then put an invoice in to that part of the government at the full price for those vaccines those flu shots, because they get them cost price. So they're making a lot of profit. Now, I've never met a poor GP. Have you, Dr. McRae? They generally have a nice house, a nice car, several holidays, children in local private school, generally. Um, And they know very little, most of them. Anyway, what they do is what they tell, what they were telling them in Lincolnshire, these particular nurses was, don't, there was each vial had two and a half vaccines in it. They were telling them to get four vaccines out of it, 
four. Then they can put the invoice in to get money for vaccinating four people. So people weren't getting the right dosage. They were getting less, which is great. The other thing that they were telling them, and Dr. McRae will, will definitely nod at this, is when you give an injection, first of all, you draw up from the vial. You put the same amount of air into the vial as what you're going to draw up into your syringe first. Otherwise, you won't be able to get anything out. Air goes in, you draw out. Then you've got your liquid in your syringe, but there's a little bit of space in this, the little needle at the top, the hub. So you need to prime that until you see a little bubble of fluid on the top. Otherwise, you're going to be injecting a tiny bit of air. It's not good practice. Then when you, you wipe the skin with an alcohol wipe, you're supposed to wait 30 seconds, but nobody does. They go and push the alcohol in as well. And then you go in with the needle. And then what you do is you draw back and you wait for several seconds. If it's a, the more viscosity, you wait longer. So if you were doing aesthetics and you were injecting hyaluronic acid, you'll wait 30 seconds. And what you don't want is to be injecting that liquid directly into a vein because it's supposed to go into the deltoid muscle. They were being told, and these nurses, this nurse told me that they were not the only practice group being told. And then the wonderful caveat as well. They told me that they were taught this on their training day as well. Do not prime the needle. Do not prime the needle. And then they were told when they go in, because if you draw back and you get blood in your liquid, you must discard that and start again. You cannot inject that blood back in. You can, you can set up local infection. You can set up all kinds of problems in that patient. So they were told, do not prime the needle and do not, withdraw, do not pull back. Now, may I remind the dimwit nurses that I know stalk this, you are not listening to Pfizer or anybody else or anyone that's got a business uh, uh, thought here about how much money they're going to make. You are first and foremost accountable to your code of professional conduct and your safe administration of medicines. So you're not meant to listen to what they're telling you. You're meant to stick to that. Safe and effective, my backside. So Kate, this is what they were doing. And this is what they've been told to do. So Kate, it's, it's wrong everywhere, but in a good way, they're yeah, getting less. Let me let me ask a question. Uh, you know, Neil, as somebody who was skeptical at first, and now your your eyes have been opened to what's going on, and, and as you said, you're continuing to, to be more and more convinced of other things. How What Kate has said, how would you have responded as the skeptic first, and then how do you respond now, now that you're kind of seeing everything that's going on? What, 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 what would be the answer to both of those of what Kate's saying? Because we both know Kate has been drugged through the media. Her name's smeared. Uh, she's, been, she's been attacked. All this kind of stuff, been arrested. All these kinds of things for just saying, look, anybody can go and look up these kinds of things and, and point them out. What would, what would be the skeptic side of what Kate has said? And then what would be the person who's had their eyes open? And also, yeah. Dr. McCraig, as a senior nurse lecturer, because you are very senior and have held a very high position, what would you say to nurses that are telling me this? Well, just to clarify, um, I, I was not uh, sceptical about the, the COVID scam. I, I knew that straight away back, okay. in, back in January 2020, uh, when the BBC was giving wall-to-wall -wall, uh, coverage of it. So, you know, I, I, I smelt a rat straight away. But with the vaccines, I was sceptical about some of the more, um, what I saw as um, it, uh, extreme prophesizing of um, uh, uh, sort of DNA altering and stuff like that? 
Um, well, it took me a while to get to grips with what exactly these um, I injections were were meant to do. You know, they're basically a form of genetic engineering, aren't they? Um, but my initial focus, and I suppose looking back, this was um, somewhat naive, but my initial focus was that the vaccines were simply a tool to get people onto the digital identity system. And, 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 I, and I still believe that. I mean, that's quite, quite clear. That, um, You've got to identify if you're still alive. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, well, the vaccine passport was a, a precursor to a, a, a generic uh, digital identity system. Um, there's no doubt about that. Whether the vaccines were being used uh, to cull the population, I, I didn't initially um, believe that. Uh, I actually thought that it would be more likely that the that these vaccines would be um, um, not inert in a chemical sense. You know, there would be something in them to um, you know to try and produce some kind of. Um, immune response because they would have to keep convincing people to, to take them. So they'd need, there'd need to be some, some kind of effectiveness. Um, but now I, I, I think that the, the vaccination program uh, was very much linked in with the kind of uh, eugenics um, program that um, people like Bill Gates and um, other uh, eugenicists, let's call them what they are, eugenicists have been quite um, open about. Uh, Bill Gates, of course, went from reproductive health to realising that um, um, you could do a lot more population control with vaccines than you can with contraceptives. So, you know, Bill Gates has openly been using uh, vaccination for his um, you know, megalomaniac uh, drive to um, uh, reduce the population to almost sort of Georgia Guidestones kind of level. You know, so um, and, and so I think I've answered your two questions, uh, Tim. Yes, and sir. To answer Kate's um, um, appendix uh, question, what would I say to doctors and nurses? Is that this has gone on for long enough now? Mm. You have to quickly absolve yourselves from this crime against humanity because that's what it is it's known that these vaccines are killing people regardless of the intent and, and i do now take a much darker view about the intent but you don't need to go there you don't need to look at the motives you simply need to look at the facts the facts are that people are dying people are being yeah. turned into invalids yep. because of these uh, vaccines the numbers are high enough now that no no longer can doctors and nurses pretend that they don't know yeah dr neil can you hang on with us a little bit can you guys hang on with us just a little bit we'll go over guys catch us on sons of liberty media.com for the rest of this and i'm going to give you the protocol that mark grennan gave us if you'll hang on i'm gonna give you the protocol if you've taken this shot you need to start with this bradley be with you at three we'll see you on monday have a great lord's day all right, didn't get all my stuff in there. Read the Word of God. Get with the people of God this weekend. All right, read the Word of God. It's powerful. That's what it says itself. And uh, we need God. There's, And I'm talking about the Yahweh God.
the one and only true and living God, the I Am, the Lord Jesus Christ. We need Him, uh, not some other God, not some false God. Again, you don't have a right, you don't have a God-given right to worship false gods, so that's why I promote that. Now, here's the thing I want to I throw up first, because I do want to give people the protocol, and if you guys want to hang on, I'll read that out of the book. It's, it will take a few minutes to do it. But I know some people out there are concerned about some loved ones. I told my son, uh, you know, his girlfriend, uh, the, the, the father... Uh, really pushed that on the family. She didn't want to take it, and they, they've had several shots. And I said, look, I bought the stuff, the bulk stuff, to make bulk chlorine dioxide. It came yesterday, and we'll start doing that. I said, I'll give them the stuff if they will use it. But they've got to use it. And uh, Mark says this uh, dissolves the pr- spike proteins. It dissolves the graphene oxide. It'll dissolve glyph- glyphosate. I mean, just incredible stuff of what he was doing. So I'll give that to you guys in a little bit. But here's another thing. Now, this came in my interview with Dr. Madej, uh several months ago when she got a report out of the children's COVID-19 vaccines. And these are what was what they found in it and what the frequency of that was. I want people to, who are on, you know, who are watching the video platform because we're not on radio anymore. I want you to notice some of the things that are found here. Weaponized wart virus, among other things. Weaponized nano aerosol C. Um, several of these things are listed here. Weaponized hepatitis virus, weaponized candida yeast, weaponized microfungi, weaponized retrovirus, uh, weaponized fusarium. I hope I'm saying all these things correctly. Weaponized candida microzemas. I hope that's correct. Uh, weaponized trichosporin mildew, weaponized nanobots, weaponized Nano mosquito tea, weaponized tripan. <sighs> I, this is why I'm not a doctor or nurse. Weaponized bartonella uh, and weaponized spiroplasma. Okay, mm-hmm. that's among. I don't know how many things are on each page. Twenty-five or thirty things, mm-hmm. except for this page here. Uh, Twenty-five or thirty things. Those are the ones that they they specifically cite as weaponized. And uh, can I get both of you to comment on? This is what Dr. Midday got. These are the, if you'll notice at the top, this is Pfizer BioNTech C19 kids vaccine. Okay. Well, they, first of all, there's things in there that they're going to, viruses. If you, you know, we talk about, you know, I think about viruses very early on. I said it and that you you can't catch a virus looking at the work of uh, Dr. James Hildreth, um, that it's exosomes, but they do put, um, genetically modified, what they're doing is they're splicing things together. Um, and you only have to look on, as we've said many times, acigen.com. And you can see that you can buy any virus on there, viruses, funguses, mold, aborted fetal cell lines, aborted fetus pots. It's all on there. You can buy, and luciferase is on there, the, um, the bioluminescent enzyme that has been put in these shots. But they're also um, giving you uh, things in there. They're going to make you very sick. They're going to give you te- horrific sickness and diarrhea. Um, we also have to remember that there are in these COVID shots and in many of the vaccine schedule that children have immortalized cell lines, MRC5 from a male aborted fetus, WI38 from a female aborted fetus. Then you've got in this COVID shot, um, you've got the um, human embryonic kidney cell lines in it and retinal. What does that mean, immortalized? It means it, it goes on and on. It doesn't switch off. It means it's tumorigenic, which means very simply 
that when your, you know, when your immunity is working and you have damaged DNA, your immunity will repair it in that cell or it will cause apoptosis. It will cause cell death. When your immunity is gone and you've got a specific uh, enzyme that does that as well, I think it's P53, I might be wrong there. It's going to do that. It's going to cause apoptosis. If that doesn't work, you're going to get cell division. Now you have a mutation. You're going to get that keep happening and you're going to have a palpable detectable tumor, cancer. That's why you're seeing a 2000% increase in cancer. Now, if your immunity is going down, which with these shots it is because it's causing antibody dependent enhancement, then all of these things that are in these shots are going to have a much greater opportunistic effect. They're going to have an, a much better effect at making you sick. Much better effect. And this is, the, this is really the, the cherry on the pie here. It is, as I've said many times, this is not just, uh, we're in a, um, you know, it is a, it is a war and you don't make one weapon and you don't tell everybody the plan. Uh, you know, since through the art of war, this is multidimensional and they're coming at you with lots of things here. That's why that's got everything in it. And it also has, um, you know, when, uh, polysorbital 80, which opens the blood brain barrier, but also your 2.4 to, to 5 gigahertz will open the blood brain barrier. Hot weather opens the blood brain barrier. And then it's talking about glyphosate. When you mix glyphosate and fluoride together, it makes six new compounds in the gut. Then you open that blood-brain barrier and you've got that calcification of your pineal and you've also got that inflammation of your, uh, your glia cells in your brain, your microglia. And that goes all the way down your, your neurosystem. So you're going to get activation of those, which is inflammation with all of these things. So this is spectacular it's, 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 a, it's a cluster bomb. It's probably just triggered everything out there now because I've just said the word bomb, 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 bomb. But anyway, <laughs> cluster bomb. But, but do you see, do you see how, how it's, it's not genius, it's evil genius. We know that because we have our innate immune system. When we eat something, our stomach acid is 1.5 to 3.5, it will get rid of it. Or we breathe it and we've got our mast cells. This is genius because they're injecting it. They're bypassing our innate immune system dipping our immune system, even putting glyphosate in there and putting the other chemicals in there and then putting tumorigenic cells in there and everything together. It, it, it's not, uh, you know, I'm just, I told you, this is a show. We've already gone through the, through the doors and we're in the auditorium and it's starting. It's starting. We're seeing it everywhere. We're seeing it everywhere. Very soon, it won't just be, that you know, you heard of someone in your town that died, it'll be that you know the person in your town that died. Then it'll be your circle of friends, someone has died. Then it'll be your wider family, someone has died. Then it'll be your family, someone has died. But that's not going to be a slow process. Remember what their Lord said, uh, you know, the government know that they had to get them out really quick because uh, this is going to cause massive civil unrest when the penny drops and they're surprised it hasn't happened already and they're prepped for it. They've actually said that. The Lord said, and there was Dolores Cahill was there. Mark Sexton was there. Um, John Aluni was there. There was lots of lawyers there. So this has been said, and we are starting to see this. And then now they've already given the people in the UK the fourth shot. Many people, I met a lady yesterday that's had quadruple bypass surgery this year, and she's just had her fourth COVID shot. 
So we are seeing it. We're seeing it. Yeah. Neil? Well, parents are having to wake up fast to the, the new reality that's dawned upon um, those of us who are awake already. And we, and we have a duty, those of us who are awake have a duty to kind of spread that awareness. Uh, parents have, have all got to do a better job of protecting their children. And, you know, for, for decades now, parents have just accepted the vaccination program. And this is a program which has increased year after year. And uh, it's interesting how the authorities and the mainstream media weaponized this term anti-vaxxer mm. um, before the COVID vaccine came out because they knew that, um, you know, th this would be a, a big threat to their, their project. And one of the, 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 I think, the undesirable effects for the authorities in weaponizing this term anti-vaxxer is that such has been their outrage, uh, an attempt to stifle and shut down and censure anyone that's even come out with mild criticism about the COVID vaccines, that we're all starting to wonder, why are they so concerned to protect Big Pharma? What, why have these contracts been drawn up between governments and Pfizer that n none of us are allowed to see? Why were Pfizer allowed, initially at least, to withhold all their data for 75 years when most of us will be long gone? Um, people are now starting to ask questions about vaccines more generally. Mm. And um, you know, b before COVID, I didn't really think much about vaccines. I knew the flu vaccine was 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 rubbish you know there was just abs i mean some oxford scientists that were working on that said as much there was just no good evidence for the flu vaccine at all um, but the other vaccines you know like many people i just kind of accepted them um but you could see that the number of conditions the number of infectious diseases that they were you know they were ramping up the amount of vaccines i sought my own i've got three children and, and each one of them has had more, was going to have more vaccines than the last. Luckily, our youngest one, we might, um, uh, we'll probably stop her from getting some or all of these vaccines. But I think parents need to do a better job of protecting mm. their children. And that, that doesn't just mean about vaccines. That means about protecting children from the, the um, vile propaganda, divisive, uh, subversive ideology that your children are being taught at school because this is all part of the same program it is it is i, I, totally I absolutely <clears throat> agree with that we, yeah. we we live in a country where people think it's the state's job they ship their kids off to school and they do exactly what they're told and remember the teacher the the senior teacher she was showing me the documents where she she works in a secondary school and she was showing me the documents where they were on a teacher training day. And should any of the pupils talk to the teachers or talk in class about anything to do with anti-vax, 5G conspiracies, uh, they were to alert the teacher and the teacher would, uh, sorry, they were to uh, alert the head and the head would alert the authorities and the police. So this is what, this is like Soviet Russia. So I think, you know, homeschooling is going through the roof. People are starting to see it. And I've been banging on for 10 years, don't vaccinate anything. Your pets, it's all the same with the pet industry. That's right. 
Um, but but it's 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 terribly sad what is happening. But never would I have imagined that COVID has actually taken the lid off the entire vaccine program. And Dr. McRae's right. I mean, his children are a lot younger than mine. Uh, and I, I can't imagine what it's like to have younger children. It must be very difficult because of what's going on. But, um, you know, they're, they're up to something. Is it 70 odd injections? Niall, 70 odd injections the kids get before they're 18. I mean, it's preposterous. And, and they're giving a huge amount of these together. And babies die immediately. And they die in the hospital from the vitamin K shot, which has got a huge amount of aluminium in it. They die immediately, but you just don't get told this. And just to let anyone know who hasn't seen it, and I do know John Aluni, I've spoken next to him, um, terribly good man. Now, hospitals have their own incinerators as well. When your baby dies, you can, a lot of undertakers, they'll do the, they'll do the funerals for free of children. We know that lots of caskets have been ordered from one undertaker, in, uh, a casket maker in America. Bulk, bulk orders. Yep. And also, I met a lady on the forest uh, in 2021. I was with Catherine. She can vouch for this. Who Her business was making urns for ashes. And she said her business was booming. Bigger than it ever been. She was busier than she'd ever been with these urns for the ashes. Now, John Aluni said they are not getting the babies that are being aborted or dying shortly after uh, taken to the crematorium. They're incinerating them at the hospitals. They are doing the incineration. They're probably, I don't know, this is my opinion. They're probably up with this, coming up with the same cock and bull. You know, our hospital chaplain will be there, you know, and it's free and you can have time. I'm sure they will. Just like they use the same propaganda they've used since the 1920s to get people to agree to give up their loved ones' organs, children, neonates. Um, that's a whole different topic for the show. But um, so... I'm sure that this is what's happening. So, you know, he's absolutely correct. We have to start taking total responsibility, even as an extended family, as grandparents, as aunts, as uncles. And I know that Dr. McRae is very active and he's been out in Bexhill-on-Sea and it was absolutely brilliant. He was out there chalking. I was going to, I was going to move and now I'm not move, moving, so I'm going to come and join him at Bexhill-on-Sea because he knows what I'm like when I get going. <laughs> give, give the gal a microphone. I've got a big speaker now on a microphone. David Clues bought it for me. Give the gal a microphone and a megaphone. I'm on a roll. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, this is... My course of few heart attacks in Bexhill. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, you know, I've been up the high street last week spreading it all every shop i went in i told them and i didn't say anything mean i just was alerting them have you had the girls behind the counter and a guy and there's a there's a little facebook group in this town called um uckfield squawk the clues in the title and uh i made it onto there because of course i'm banned everywhere and it said could the woman who came into Superdrug and told my staff they were going to die i never said they were going to die i told them about what was in that shot what was happening everywhere I said, you might want to not have any more because if you keep having these, you could die like these other people. That's the way I put it. Very gracious. Um, so, you know, it, it is our duty. Jesus tells us to turn it around. Say what you wish to say. You don't, they don't have to agree with you. Turn around, shake the sand off your shoes and leave. Yep. Well, that's what I do everywhere. If someone starts 
They can't unhear what you tell them. In fact, let me let me jump off of something that you guys or jump onto something that you guys mentioned. You know, uh, Neil, you said you know parents are going to have to start being more diligent with their children. Kate's talked about homeschooling. You know, if a person goes with the mindset that they already have into homeschooling, they're going to produce the same kind of kids that they've been doing the whole time. We've got to repent, change our mind, and then that produces a change in action. And I go back, and this is something I stress every Wednesday, and sometimes other days of the week too, but every Wednesday when we talk about education, this is what the Bible says. Hear, O Israel, this is Deuteronomy 6, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart. And this is primarily a message to fathers, okay? So I'm singling out us men. This is a message to us. We are to yeah. We are to love the Lord the God, thy God with all our heart, with all thy strength, or with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. What words is he talking about? Well, this is Deuteronomy. It's the second giving of the law, God's law. And he says, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. Shalt talk with them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Now, how are you going to do that if you've got them in in the state indoctrination centers we call public schools for eight hours? You can't do that. And then he says, and thou shalt bind them for a sign on thy hand, and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes. Any of you guys thinking of Mark of the Beast stuff? That's what it is. You're either going to follow the commands of God, or you're going to follow the commands of the tyrants, the state, the beast. Okay, And then he says, And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates, and that shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto their fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. And he goes on, he says this, he says, Verse 12, then beware lest thou forget the Lord. The reason we pass these things on to our children is so they don't forget the Lord because Hosea says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And then he goes on to talk about they don't know the law. And so since you have forgotten me, oh, this is this will make you tremble. Since you have forgotten me, I will forget your children. So the, the real issue is parents, fathers, are you doing what God said? Or are you just kind of making your way through the dark and saying, well, I'll, I'll do this, but I'm still going to follow the same pathway? No, he says, I've got a new pathway for you. It's different than everything you, else you have. You're to teach my commands. You're to be diligent about it so that you and your children are blessed, number one, and not forgotten, number two, and so that you see the blessing out of the life of those you teach these things to. Now, one other thing I want to add and that's out of Leviticus 17.11. We said this before. Uh, of course, we have Revelation 18.23 where we talk about the sorceries by thy sorceries or the pharmacia, the pharmacy, the pharmaceuticals. We can pick that. And that's not anything new. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, the nations were deceived. So they think they can concoct this stuff that will somehow protect them when Psalm 91 says our protection is in the Lord if we hide ourselves in the shadow of the Almighty. He says this in Leviticus 17.11, and remember, this is before any modern medicine. This is 1,500 years before Christ or better. And here's what he says. Verse 10 of Leviticus 17, he says, And whatsoever man there be in the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, it will even set, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. So he's talking about eating blood, but yet we're finding blood products in these shots, 
fetal cells, other things that are being put in there. And disease is in the blood. Disease, that's, that's right. Is always in the blood. That's right. That's then, why you don't eat blood. That's right. And then he says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. And where are all these vaccines, all these, all this kind of, met, what are they messing with? Well, they're messing with the blood. And I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that making the atonement for the soul. Therefore I said unto the children of Israel, No soul of you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger that sojourneth among you eat blood. And whatsoever man there be of the children of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, which hunteth and catcheth any beast or fowl that may be eaten, he shall even pour out the blood thereof, and cover it with dust, for it is the life of all flesh, the blood of it, uh, the blood of it is the life of the flesh thereof. Therefore, I said to the children of Israel, ye shall not eat the blood of no manner of flesh. For the life of the, all flesh is the blood thereof. Whosoever eateth it shall be cut off. And I think that the point is, is some people say, well, Tim, that was for Israel. Well, if you actually read the scriptures properly, you'll see Israel is the church. Stephen said that in Acts chapter 17. He said there was a church in the wilderness, or an ecclesia, the, the assembly of the people of God. And so he warned against this. So there is a carrying over of these things. In fact, Acts chapter 15, it says, don't, don't eat these things offered to idols or things that are strangled. Don't do that. Why? Because the blood's in that. Don't do it. That's what, they, that's what they gave to the Gentiles. That's New Testament as well. So I think... There's some things that we've lost because we've been ignorant. Maybe our fathers haven't taught us these things, but our Father in Heaven teaches us, doesn't He? He tells us in the Scriptures what we're to do. Here's what I want to do. I've got this, um, this protocol, and it will take me a few minutes just to kind of read it out for people, and I'm going to direct people to um, look up Jim... I don't have the, the website thing here, but Jim Humble Books, okay? And this gives you the protocols, Okay, for using chlorine dioxide. And again, I'm not a doctor. Also, Tim, there is a chlorine dioxide group on, on Telegram. Uh, on Telegram. Yep. And also, you can download that entire protocol. Yep. And it has all the links to everything on it. I, I actually printed it off just in case. Okay. Um, you can do that. And, I, and I'm also interviewing uh, this gentleman on, on Sunday. He's great. He's great. So He's I'm be writing these down, folks, and doing yeah. it in really simple format because you'll you'll be on this, Doctor McRae, as well. Yeah, he he's he's going to do that, and I'm going to give that I'm going to give that as a I'm going to give that as a closeout to the show for anybody who's taken any of the shots, or if you have family members that's taken it. And I'm going to go ahead and give the disclaimer: I'm not a doctor. Uh, I don't have a degree. I didn't spend a night in a Holiday Inn Express, and I don't play one on TV. So, But I'm going to give you information, and you can be responsible for taking the information. Use it if you want or not use it if you want. Okay. So I'm going to give that disclaimer. What I want to do is I want to give uh, Dr. McRae a final word, and then, Kate, if you'll close us out, and then I'll give this protocol. And look. People always ask in the in the in the uh, in the bottom of the the videos. I'm just going to show you just to make a a point here uh, because I had it up here. Uh, this is the show we did yesterday with Mark Grennan. Okay, and you'll see there is a description. Now this Seymour here, I add that after I have it up at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. That's where you can find all the book links, all the website links, videos that we talk, we play. Uh, bonus videos because I, I have those up as well. Any of the documentation that comes up after I post it. So if you're wondering, hey, where were this thing was and this, that, and the other, uh, if it's not something you can rewind in the in the show above, there will be a link down in the Rumble description. Okay, like this. 
That comes, it won't be there when we're doing the show, but it comes once it's posted to sonsdelibertymedia.com. If you click on that, that should answer all your questions, okay? Just so people know, that will answer all your questions as to whatever we talked about in the show. It will be in that article. Um, I'm trying to make it as simple as I can without holding somebody's hand. I mean, that's, that's as simple as I know to do it. I like for things to be very concise, put together and everything. That's how it'll be. But that will be up when I get the article posted with all that information in there at sonslibertymedia.com. You can click on that. You can watch every video we did, the bonus videos, the documentation, the headlines, all that stuff will be in one nice, neat little package. And so will this protocol. We'll have that up there as well. But Dr. McCray, I want to turn it over to you. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you'll come back uh, sometime in the future as well. But uh, let me give you a final word. If you want to exhort people, if there's something else you want to give them, and then Kate, if if you'll finish up, and then I'll give the protocol here. Well, I'd just like to say it's been a, a real pleasure talking to you today, Tim, uh, and with, with Kate. Um, I'd just like to return to some comments I made uh, at the beginning, which is that uh, COVID is merely a vehicle for this um, uh, great sort of uh, project of um, uh, social engineering, which is all about having a technocratic elite and having the you know, the rest of us, the vast majority of the population would just be um, relegated to the um, existence of, of slaves. I mean, I think that's becoming clearer and clearer. Um, but, but COVID is just one of the, the, the tools that they're using for this. They've also got the sort of climate change agenda. We've got U- U- Ukraine. And now we've got the, um, you know, the food uh, crisis. And there we have the, the, the economist. I'm just holding that up, a copy of the front cover. Um, you know, there's a, a deliberate, I believe, a deliberate attempt to uh, destroy the economy, a deliberate attempt even to go as far as threatening starvation of, of the uh, uh, people of the world. You know, we've seen what's happened in, in, in Sri Lanka, for example. So th- this is part of this. Has, this is the start of COVID. You know, this goes back um decades of, of, of a long, slow, but steady attack on faith, flag, and family. You've got mm-hmm. to remember that. Uh, and, and I often hear people say, you know, it doesn't make sense what they're doing. You know, why are they doing this? Well, you've got to always start by looking at the motive. What is the motive behind the new world order? And then it all makes sense. You know, everything they're doing is all, it, 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 it's all part of their plan That's right. to reduce us to an ant-like existence. So I think it's absolutely um, crucial that we, we, we wake up. We, we, we take inspiration from the likes of the Dutch farmers' protest, from the Canadian truckers' protest, and from the, 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 the very good work that the likes of Kate have been doing um, in this country. Um, you know, we've really got to not fall asleep again um, because this is only going to get worse. And, you know, unless we can overcome these um, evil people that are stealing our lives, then it's very dark times ahead. So uh, please, everyone, um, spread the word, um, keep the message alive, get out to protests. They're always important. And, um, And I think we can do it. We have the numbers. Yep. So I can carry on from that. Um, Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. Um, And 
going on from that because what can I, I really like that they're after your faith flag and family that's that's a fantastic sign I'm gonna have to think of making something for that because that's it in a nutshell and um, and it is it is about depopulation that's all it is and it is a long thing so how do we do it well D- Dr McRae is absolutely correct to get out there keep saying it but so it's things like how are we going to do that at our, at our family level we're going to grow our own food. We're going to get chickens. We're going to get chlorine dioxide, DMSO, colloidal silver, hydrogen peroxide. Um, we're going to get to know people who know how to do things and how to administer them. And um, and then, you know, we're, we're, we're going to start sharing that information in our communities, which is why we have the British Nursing Alliance. And more and more nurses are coming. And I never know how to put it together, but it is coming together organically. So we need to know our neighbours. We need to know our neighbours. In the press today, there was a lady, a medical secretary, found dead on her sofa in her early 60s. Two and a half years, she'd been lying there dead. How can that happen? It's because we don't know our neighbours. We don't know our communities. And it's find your tribe time because it's safety in numbers. So this is a time to do exactly as Dr. McRae said, get out there, find your tribe. I mean, I'm doing lectures for the next six months down in uh, Worthing. And I'm quite happy to, to do lots of other places. And I, I, you know, I don't need to talk about what's gone. I, I'm doing actual lectures on um, all of the different drugs and the safe alternatives and, and the history behind it and why it's and go back to your doctor and how you can reverse almost every single disease. This fantastic vehicle that we were given to experience this life in, if you give it what it needs and remove everything from it that's killing it, it has the most amazing capacity to recover. So that's my job. I know why I'm here. I absolutely know why I was put inside my mum. And it's the knowledge that I can retain and my thirst for finding out all of that, like Andy Kaufman. And that's why, you know, we get on. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start to like, in easy, simple terms, which I do, I do these short couple of hour lectures to tell people what to do, tell them how to do it empower them it's so easy just going to give you one example somebody very close to me was very upset yesterday they had a urine infection cystitis as we call it the honeymooners disease and they were away where they couldn't get anything i said go to the pharmacy get chlorine dioxide tablets she got them she got a bottle of water i told her how much to put in and within a few hours she started to feel better today she's virtually asymptomatic and yesterday there was blood in there so because you couldn't get anything else. Um, so there we are. You know, it's learning little things like this. They don't tell you that instantly. You shouldn't be having tea, coffee, alcohol, sugar, uh, uh, tomatoes, strawberries. They'll all irritate the lining of the bladder. Coffee, Coke, Diet Coke. It'll make you pee more. It's, it, it dehydrates you. But what you should be doing is flushing it out and taking something like that that will kill any organism. Um, so um, uh, that's just my advice. You know, if you're taking any prescription medication, please Go and discuss it with your doctor. Don't stop taking them. And um, always seek the advice of your medical practitioner if you're ill. Um, so that's just what I'm saying. It's about learning now what we have around us that we have access to, because I'm sure Dr. McRae will agree, it's getting harder and harder to access care. And now they're bringing all the restrictions back in the UK. 
And do you really want to be taking all that? Either you don't even know what's in it. Because if they're putting it in one thing, trust me, they'll be putting it in everything. Yep, they sure will. Uh, thank you, Dr. McRae and uh, Kate. Thank we appreciate you, you guys as always. Um, this is this is the normal thing that you know I recommend through Amazon. And I'll have a link in the archive if you guys want to get it. This is what I've been using for two going on three years with my own family, myself, uh, in our in our filtered water, as well as if I start to feel bad, I just do a, a thing of water by myself Go with like a this. lot of drug. Yeah. I, I do what you do that put it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kate does it. I remember the first time she did it and uh, yeah, there was an accident <laughs> on the uh, on the on the walkway. Uh, but the point <laughs> is is this. You can get this and now is a good price. I think they have them for like 39 bucks or something for the two things and that'll last if you got a small family. Ours is a large family. We got 10 kids, of course, a couple of them are not living here cuz they're married, but uh, you know, we use this in our water every day. Um, and then if somebody's feeling bad, we do the other. So that's the chlorine dioxide kit. It's a very simple thing um, to use. But with this, again, I'm not a doctor. This is information. You can use it or not use it. This is for people who have taken the shots, but it's also for some other things. This is um, what Jim Humble put as the Protocol 1000, and Mark uh, Grennan said this is what they used over a period of, I think, three or four weeks with people who have had the mRNA shot. Okay, So this is what he says. He said the instructions given here are for the original. The original, he starts out with people taking one drop every hour for eight hours of chlorine dioxide. And this is not the CDS that Andreas Kalker, that I showed that video a couple of weeks ago. This is not CDS. This is MMS. So he's Kalker is taking and putting this, the, the chlorine dioxide in a shot glass in water in a sealed container and letting the gas come out and get in the water. That's not what this is. This is you make it up. And you put the water in it, okay? Um, so this is what he says. He calls it uh, Classic Protocol 1000. If you do further research, you will find that we and many other people have tried various versions of Protocol 1000 over the years. While most of the slight variations of Protocol 1000 have been successful, according to reports we've received from around the world, the success has never been as good as the original protocol of mixing the dose fresh every hour. So you don't want to make it and then let it sit. You want to make it and use it. It's kind of like what Kate was talking about with the with the juicing. You want to you want to consume it quickly. You don't want to let it sit there because it oxidizes. He says protocol 1000 is taking a maximum of three drops of activated MMS in four ounces or 120 milliliters of water. Some juices are acceptable. He explains those on page 42 to 45. Again, if you want to look up Jim Humble books, you'll find that and you can get this book. Once each hour for eight consecutive hours every day for three weeks or until well. One does not start out at three drops an hour. You try to build up to three drops slowly, as stated in this book, and abiding by the three golden rules of MMS. Remember, if your body does not tolerate an increase of drops, stick with what works best for you. Your health may be recovered taking less than three drops in each dose. Some people have recovered their health taking one or two, even less drops per hour. I guess it depends on... Uh, how badly you're you're sick. It is best to start out slow and build up to three drop dose. Do not start protocol 1000 until you have completed the starting procedure and finishing the starting procedure. We start protocol 1000 at one drop an hour and work up to the suggested three drops or doses per hour. So here's the instructions. Uh, five steps as, as best I can see it. Step one, in a clean dry glass, activate one drop of MMS as per the instructions in mixing a basing dose of MMS, page 32. Add one half cup or four ounces or 120 milliliters of water 
or other recommended mixture. Step two, drink down your one drop dose within one minute of mixing. Continue, step three, continue taking a one drop dose every hour until you are ready to increase your drops. Step four, if after three or four hours there is no problem of nausea or any worse feeling, then increase your dose by at least half a drop. Go at your own pace without getting sicker than your illness is already making you, but steadily build up to three drop dose every hour. For example, one person might start out the day, the first day with a one drop dose for two or three hours, and then they may increase to one and a half drops for a couple of hours, and then two drops for a couple of hours, and so on. Others might want to stick to a one drop dose every hour for the entire first day, and then two drops every hour the next day, and so on. Some may even find it necessary to stay at a one drop dose every hour for a few days before they can go up. And then step five, continue taking three drop doses every hour for eight consecutive hours a day for 21 days. You may get well without another hitch, but if at any time you experience nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, or excessive tiredness, simply reduce the amount of drops you are taking by at least one half. Remember, reduce but do not stop. A little bit of loose stool or diarrhea may be considered okay and part of the cleansing process. I can attest to that. Um, but if it becomes too much or you are also experiencing nausea and vomiting, cut back immediately. Follow the instructions. Uh, be sure to follow the three golden rules of MMS. And then he says, never go beyond a three-drop dose each hour while on protocol 1000. And sometimes, look, it will. I, you know, I gave this to my son. Uh, the other day, and he goes, yeah, Dad, my dad, my, I was working, and my stomach's kind of bubbling and kind of feeling a little weird. I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, to me, that says something is working there. Because i got to tell you, you read the adverse effects on, on these vaccines and some of these shots, it's far worse than having a little upset stomach and some diarrhea. It really is. And this stuff is stuff that they have testimonials. And one of the things I loved about what Mark had to say was, he said, we go and preach the gospel. Where did the gospel come from? Do we got some scientists out there who figured out that this really saves people? No, it came from testimonies. Jesus said, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world of the earth. What do we use in a courtroom? We use eyewitness testimony. When we read the, the gospel of Luke, when we read the book of Acts, what is Luke saying? He says, I didn't see all this. I was a real journalist and I went out there and I got the people who were eyewitnesses to these things and I wrote them down so that you can, he was writing to Theophilus, he said, so that you can be sure of the things that are written in this book and that you can put your faith in the Lord Jesus, which is what we call people to do. Turn from your sin, your lawless deeds, your violations of God's law, and follow hard after him, love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, the way we read in Deuteronomy 6, and then impart that to your children and those around you. That's called making disciples. That's part of the Great Commission, and that's what we uh, admonish here on the Sons of Liberty. I hope this has been helpful to you guys. Uh, we'll have Dr. McRae back, and uh, of course, as always, Kate is here every Saturday, Lord willing, I mean, unless there's something that goes on, but we have her back here every Saturday. You guys have a great weekend, great Lord's Day, and uh, Bradley will be with you at three for two hours. Get together with the people of God. Even if you don't have a church that preaches the Word of God, get together with some neighbors, some friends. Make disciples with you. Invite them into their home. Have a meal with them. Read the Word of God with them. It is powerful. It really is. I, I can't explain how it is, 
It just is. God says it is, and we should do that. And then, Lord willing, we'll talk to you at 6 a.m. on Monday. See ya.